on an all-new Buffy. A brush with fate will change Xander overnight. You okay? I'm fine. But the new Xander is really someone else. What am I doing in there? Something has stolen my face, and it's going around pretending to be me. Get away from her! Xander! Anya. Xander! Only Buffy. It has to deal with the Slayer now. Can separate one Xander from another. No, Buffy. I'm me. No! And only Buffy. Welcome to the Yam Sham, also known as If the Apocalypse Comes Beat Me. This is a weekly podcast about Buffy the Vampire Slayer, where we take a look at each episode according to its original air date 20 years ago. This week's episode is Season 5, Episode 3, The Replacement. We'll be talking about plot, we'll be talking about characters, and we will be talking about evil twins, so spoilers abound for this episode, every episode before it, after it, the comics, and possibly even other shows and movies. Join us, steal this now. What is this accent I'm doing? I'm trying to go for, like, old English. Join us, dear listener, for a dramatic retelling of a tale of two Xanders. Welcome back. <laughs> With my podcast host, Sasha, say hello. This is horrifying. Ah, <laughs> uh, welcome back. The third week of season five. It's going by so fast already. I'm going to miss it. Uh, so good. Uh, it's not just me, Kelly, who is here. I'm also joined by my favorite co-host, Stacia. Say hello. Hello. And the other co-host, Daniel. Say hello. My friend Sharon's older brother knows a girl who died because she choked on a boyfriend's I don't believe you. I don't believe you. The replacement. Guess what? Originally aired on October 10th of the year 2000. And it was written by Jane Espenson. This is the ninth of 23 episodes for her. Last one was Superstar. The next one will be Triangle, one of my all-time faves. But I don't I feel like I don't know anything anymore, so maybe it's a trash episode. Who knows? Up is down. Hands up. Directed by James A. Contner. This is the 12th of 20 for him. Last was Primeval, so just a few ago. And next one will be I Was Made to Love You. That's the robot one. Remember? Buffybot? No. Oh, I don't know. The, the robot one. Yeah, the robot that we Oh, meet. from back... Wait, in the future? Oh, I Was Made to Love You is in the future? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The next one, James St. Contner does. Mm-hmm. Will be I Was Made to Love You. It's actually the one right before the body, so... Oh, shit. Fun affair right before Joe's eyes. Yeah, it's another episode that ends with, like, the dawn kind of thing, cliffhanger, because you see Buffy's mom's corpse on the couch is the last uh, no shot way. of that, uh... Yeah. They're good at that this year. They're, They're real good, good at that. this this fucking dramatic shit. You're like, I gotta watch. I gotta keep going. What happened in this episode? Man, I'm struggling to remember. There's a demon named Toth. He called you a Toth. It's a British expression. It means, like, moron. No. Toth is the name of the demon. They really wanted you to know the Toth. And he got beat down in four seconds flat. Yeah. Really had nothing going for him but his magic stick. (laughs) Yep. And that was it. But we know his name. I'll never forget it. Yeah, well, there's a reason for that. Wants to attack Buffy, shoots his magic stick at Buffy. Wow. Misses, hits Xander instead. Xander is split in two. I mean, we don't know that yet. And that's the best part. We're at a dump when this happens. Man, this is a shambles. <laughs> Toth the demon comes, attacks Giles with the magic box, and then we go to find Toth at the dump because he was smelly, so Giles assumes he was living at the dump. Well, that was a great assumption because he was right. Toth goes to attack Buffy. Misses and hits Xander. Xander flies into a pile of garbage. We pick him up. Oh, are you okay? Then we walk him back to his apartment. But then pan back to the dump. Oh, there's another Xander at the dump. What does it mean? Clearly one of them is a demon. 
right? So what we think is Demon Xander goes to this construction site, gets a promotion, having a generally great day, and then real Xander goes to Willow and says, hey, there's a demon me running around. He's already hypnotized Buffy into thinking that he's me, and he's not. And then through the power of research and friendship, we discover that, oh, it's not a demon one and a good one. It's they're both Xander, and they're just split in two. Toth comes back for reasons. We dispatch him quickly. We put Xander back together. Everything goes on as if nothing happened because this could have been just lifted right out of the show. The end. He ran away, huh? Um, sort of more uh, turned and swept out majestically, I suppose. Toth. Toth, you'll never forget his name. It's almost as if the whole episode was kind of just about Jane Espenson making a joke about the word Toth. As we've discussed before, she's a huge Anglophile. So she was really excited about the joke she made where she makes Buffy say, He's a moron. Yeah. yeah. Toth, it's like a British expression for being a moron, an imbecile or whatever, right? And that was it. That was like the whole thing. The whole thing. And that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Jane wrote that joke because she loved it. And she was like, I'm just going to name the demon that. It's funny. It's not a real expression. Okay. Yeah. It's, that's all made up. But yeah. The one huge first that happens in this episode. We see Anya's apartment or house. I hate it. For the first time ever. And I think we only see it one other time. Uh, I didn't write down the episode, but it's coming up shortly. Can you believe the opulence? There's so much old stuff there because she's old. She's old. Okay? But it's the first time we see it. That's very exciting. This episode might be an homage to the Star Trek original series episode, The Enemy Within, where Kirk is split into two emotional halves. But the line at the end of the episode where he says, Kill us both, Spock. He being Xander. The Xanders. Kill us both, Spock. is actually from a different episode called God, <laughs> Whom the Gods Will Destroy, where there's a shape-shifting guy who turns into Kirk, and mm. then there's a big, you know, like, who's who? Who's who? I don't know what's going on. And then real Kirk says, kill us both, Spock. So that, that's what Spock knows. That's the real Kirk, because he's self-sacrificing. Great guy. Nice. And what is it that makes one man an exceptional leader? We see here indications that it is his negative side which makes him strong. That his evil side, if you will, properly controlled and disciplined, is vital to his strength. Your negative side, removed from you, the power of command begins to elude you. Well, what do we do if it doesn't work? Kill us both, Spock. <laughs> They're kind of the same now. Yes, he's clearly a bad influence on himself. This episode was originally going to be called Real Me. God damn it. Do you remember that episode <laughs> from one ago? But they said that they were worried that that would give away that Xander was actually split in two and not doubles. Or like How a, would anybody have known that? I have no idea. I think that's a leap. I, I would not have guessed. Oh, clearly they're both real because the episode title is Real Me. I would think the opposite. I'd be like, one of them is the real Xander. I thought one was evil and one was good. I <laughs> thought they the were going to kill one. Yeah. Nice. I forgot. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Very no, cool. So when the reveal for me was like, yeah, that's a, that's dope. That's awesome. <laughs> well, I'm glad. That's a, that would have made maybe the episode more enjoyable for me. I don't know. Hey, wait till you have an evil twin. See how you handle it. I handled it fine. Obviously, there's two Xanders, and there aren't two Nicholas Brendans, except there kind of are, because Nicholas Brendan has a twin brother. I'm sure this is, everybody knows this, but... I'm saying it anyway. So his brother, Kelly Donovan, 
uh, only did the scenes where they were both in the, in the shot together. Otherwise, it was Nicholas Brennan playing Xander the whole time. And he actually comes back for an episode later in this season, The Intervention, or yeah. just Intervention. Um, and he, because Nicholas Brennan was sick, so he just had him. Oh. I was like, that's fucking convenient. Sarah Michelle like, yeah, there's got to show up every goddamn day if she's sick or not. But anyway. <laughs> you can definitely tell that they're not. The same person. The exact same yeah. person, yeah. Yeah, that's the thing with twins. But uh, but it kept throwing me off because I kept thinking I was like spying him not being him. Mm. Like, and then, yeah, you realize like Xander's, I mean. It's Nicholas Brennan Her- the whole Brennan time. is doing yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah. It was wild. That must be. That must have been pretty nuts. They go by their middle names for their stage names. I was like, okay, how is how are they brothers? I mean, I get stage names or whatever, but yeah, their their last name's actually Schultz, which I had no idea until I was oh, looking at research. Brendan Schultz. Yes, and Kelly Donovan Schultz. Nice. They go by Donovan and Brenda instead. So hmm. it is interesting that you bring up that they are not identical. Because twins are weird like that. Even identical twins, not so identical. And it got me thinking about twins. And, you know, evil twins. That's kind of the theme of this whole episode. So I was hoping maybe Stacia could enlighten us about oh, twin yeah. stuff. Man, this is a roller coaster for me every week. <laughs> about what it's going to be. Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> kind of forget. And then it's like, oh, shit. <laughs> Sleepy song. I just woke up from a nap. Let's talk about twins. <laughs> <laughs> so most people probably know the general idea. Idea of twins, the two types. Hope so. The general idea of twins. <laughs> I have an idea. Two types, though. Oh, fraternal. And, and the other one. Identical. identical. Yeah. What this about only two conjoined? Types. That's a third type. Oh, third type. Oh, there's more than three. <gasps> there's lots of types of twins. Okay, so we mo- mostly know the two. Yes, Maybe that's one. The two main types. Generally, there's identical, mm. which I think most people know is when one fertilized egg splits into two embryos aka identical they have the same dna and they grow and you get two babies yeah i definitely knew that yep (laughs) fraternal is there are two separate eggs that are fertilized separately at the same time two different babies so So, two babies at once not one baby split into two and then it's two babies two babies at once so they are related like siblings would be just born at the same time born at the same time but they do not share the same dna more than normal siblings would it's like puppies yeah, it's like puppies. <laughs> when when humans like have litters. Yes. Speaking of, twins are called twins. A, sing- a single childbirth is called a singleton. And if you get more than two babies, they're called multiples. Oh, so what multiple. about triplets? You'd be a multiple. Oh, oh that's it. I mean, I guess you could be called triplets. But quadruplets and octuplets and all that stuff, you're a multiple. When do those people get represented in the game of life? That's what I want to know. That's a good question. Is that winning the game of life? All right. Because babies Give are good. Give me an octuplet, whatever. Oops, just had eight babies. <laughs> Gotta get a bigger game, van. <laughs> We're going to have to glue two vans together. Oh, no. That would be scary. Okay. So there are more rare types of twins, as Kelly brought up, conjoined twins, mm-hmm. previously racistly known as Siamese twins right, right. because of Chang and Aang, who were born in 1811, which was then Siam, now Thailand. Thailand. Yeah. Um, who are very famous, conjoined twins, but those are identical twins whose embryos split later in the pregnancy. Not like this is not very late. Like most embryos, if they split, it's within the first couple of days of fertilization, up to about 14 days. When you get to 14 days, the likelihood of um, being a conjoined twin gets a lot higher. <laughs> so basically, they start to split, but they don't split all the way, and that's how you have. 
to people who are attached somehow, and it just differs depending oh. on the pregnancy where you are attached. I remember as a kid watching like TLC or whatever, they would have the kid, you know, they were like conjoined by the head. Oh, yeah. The yeah. And one was like really like, short, yeah. so she was on a stool. As a, yeah, it was like a chair. Something I mean, that's like the one that, I saw. Yeah. 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 It was two sisters. And they were, I think they tried to fit them apart, but I don't know if they did or not. Yeah. And so generally now, today, if when that happens, um, Babies, the babies are considered for surgery depending on where they're conjoined. It gets a lot harder if you share an important organ like the heart or mm. brain. Sure. Um, but if it's just like skin, fatty tissue, usually they're separated. The other option for like late splitting of identical twins is called mirror images, which is where you tend to get a twin who's the mirror image of their sibling. So one's left-handed, one's right-handed. They might have um, organs on the wrong side of the body, so their Whoa. heart's on the wrong side, the liver's on the wrong side, everything. Whoa. Very creepy and weird. Imagine the Pledge of Allegiance and people giving you shit. Like, oh, <laughs> my heart is over here. Are they no. conjoined, though, or no? No, they're not conjoined. Oh, interesting. Wow, that would be weird. <laughs> cool. There are... Um, there's also the phenomenon of a vanishing twin. This apparently happens in estimated one out of every eight pregnancies where That's super high. there's two fetuses. One is not viable and it dies and is usually reabsorbed. Oh, right, yeah. In it's the, the Dwight Rowe well, joke. Yeah. I absorbed my twin or whatever. Yes, yes. exactly. So now I have the strength of a man yes. and a baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, then the other related idea to that is a parasitic twin, which is a twin who doesn't develop fully. Usually they're like some sort of like cellular mass on your body, how you get like those like hair tumors, like your twin that didn't didn't actually twin. I hate <laughs> to think of it that way. Oh, or the a twin that didn't twin. The guy in Total Recall, right? He's got the little person in his stomach who's like wow. the head of the rebellion. Yeah, sometimes they've got like teeth and stuff. Yeah. Oh, this was a whole baby attached and to a person's stomach. And apparently sometimes they can also be cancerous, like the twin cells just like keep multiplying and it can make you really sick. Mm. Um, then there's bipaternal twins, which are two eggs, two dads fertilized different times. Whoa. You can also have a woman who's already pregnant, has another egg released, gets pregnant again. Uh, so you have two babies that are in different stages of pregnancy, which is pretty dangerous. Because yeah. it's hard to continue your second pregnancy when the baby wouldn't be viable yet. Right. Yeah. When you're giving birth to your first baby. How would baby. you even do that? So you could theoretically have sex with two different dudes. Like one day apart and have two different babies. Could you with yeah. the same dude? Could you well, have yeah, sex yeah. while yeah. you're pregnant and then yeah. have a yeah? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nightmare. a nightmare. So then there's also so generally if you're an identical twin, you're always going to be the same sex because you share the same DNA. But there is a small proportion of identical twins who are different sexes. Basically, what happens is when the um, zygote splits, it splits wrong usually you end up leaving behind a chromosome so one of the babies has a chromosomal um like genetic birth condition i guess so one of them will be like a female with a turner syndrome where she's only got one x chromosome and then her brother has xy but she didn't get the y chromosome so that's fairly rare there's also semi-identical twins where the egg splits before they're fertilized so they're identical on the mother's side, but they have two different sperm fertilizing each egg. So mm-hmm. while they're fertilized by the same man, they are different sperms. Weird. So they're only related like sibling level on the man, like the father paternal side. Wow. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's amazing. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> so. But yeah, which one is evil? That's a good, good question. <laughs> That's what I'm getting to. So, obviously, this is a phenomenon. Weird. Apparently, you know, a lot of times they don't actually know, especially in, like, the rare cases of what exactly happened during the pregnancy to make these things happen. But this has been happening for a very long time. So we've had stories about twins and their effects on the world since, like, the beginning of stories. Um, their effects on the world. <laughs> well, let me just say that, like, the oldest... The oldest stories that we have about twins is about how they um, created the world. Mm. So the fir- the oldest oldest is some branch of Zoroastrianism, which I don't really get it, so I'm going to skip over it because I'm not into it. <laughs> but there's this other story around the same time about the origin of the world from the southern part of Mali, the Mandika group. Um, they thought that the world was created by fraternal twins. The god tried to create the world with seeds. Um, he used four sets of twin seeds, and the gr- the universe was growing within a cosmic egg. However, there was a male twin, Pemba, who was evil, and he got really bored waiting. So he escaped, and he caused a rip in the cosmic egg, which begat the earth. Wow. So then... The father, Mangala, was so angry that he killed the good twin. Oh, good. Smart. Pharaoh. <laughs> and he used his body to fertilize the ground. Oh, well, that is necessary. So <laughs> the result of the earth that we know is the treason of the evil twin and the sacrifice of the good twin. Oh. Um, the earliest case in literature is in Beowulf. There aren't actually twins, but they say it's like the same thing where the heroes often... Like, the monsters that they're fighting often, like, mirror image them in a twin-like way. Um, There's a bunch of stuff in writing. The earliest one, aside from Beowulf, but, like, actual novel novel is 1939's The Man in the Iron Mask. Mm. Well, that was from the film. But the book was written by Alexandre Dumas. Dumas, right. The, I don't, I'm probably not going to say this right, the Vicomte de Braglione. Sure. Sounds delicious. Yep. Um, (laughs) Anyways, one of the kings in England was portrayed by an evil twin named Felipe, a boy that was raised by D'Artagnan and the Three Musketeers. So it was like a... I was going to say, that guy, Dumas, he's the Three Musketeers guy, right? I knew something. What a universe. Yep. Um, Then there was a movie in the 1940s. Charlie Chaplin plays himself and his evil twin, who's supposed to be Hitler. (laughs) I guess because Chaplin had the mustache already, bared a striking resemblance <laughs> to Hitler, <laughs> yeah. and everyone thought that was real funny. In comic books, we get Superman, who had his Superboy evil twin, Boy. who came and ruined things for him. Well, it's also like Bizarro Superman. Which yeah, is kind of that concept. Um, and then one of the most iconic examples, I guess, is. isn't in the soap opera All My Children, David Canary played evil twin Adam Chandler and good twin Stuart Chandler for almost 30 years. Oh, Jesus. And who else was on All My Children? Sarah Michelle Gellar. Wow. Yes. Yeah. So, um, you Xanders really do have all the same memories, all the same physical attributes. <laughs> We're completely identical. Yeah, we checked out some stuff in the car on the way over. Fingerprints. So generally in popular film media, twins and evil twins are played by usually the same actor or in sometimes cases, the actor's actual twin when they have one, such as Clutch. Xander. 
convenient. Very convenient. Um, there's also the trope of generally when you have an evil twin in the show, they're supposed to be like the dual opposite of the good twin. They're all the things the other twin isn't. Um, and to confuse the audience less, usually they're given an evil attribute like a scar or a goatee, like yes. in the Spock episode where he has an evil twin with a goatee. Yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> so you know. So you know. And also generally, a lot of the times, evil twins are usually from like alternate universes or like other timelines or something. Yeah. They could be evil and right oh. next to you. They, they could. Or already absorbed into your body. Well, not only the joke about Dwight <laughs> from before, but like there is the scene at the Pam and Jim's wedding where he drags Michael like out of his hotel room. He's like, you've got to come and see this. <laughs> Michael's ready to go. And he's just the twin convention. He's just like, I, I never turned down a, a good bunch of twins. And it's just shots of a bunch of twins. And Michael's Fascinating. like, what are you doing? <laughs> Michael, yes. brought this one aboard. Twins. I'm sorry, you understand. Nice to meet you. Aren't they magnificent? They're men, Dwight. I love finding a good set of twins. Something is wrong with you. I don't I don't know how many twins I've actually seen in my life, but it's a pretty rare occasion. I, I don't. Well, I there's a woman we work with who's a twin, but you I've say, never like, seen her sister. That's so what I, can't I mean. Confirm. So, like, you can say, right? Yeah. Right. Anybody can say they have a twin. <laughs> but until I see both of them. <laughs> yeah, true. apparently Jane Espenson had wanted to do an episode utilizing Kelly Donovan, like, as soon as she started working for the show. And it just didn't happen until, until this. Yeah. But thank you for that deep dive about twins. Yeah, amazing. Mm-hmm. My next Creepy. question to you is how did you like this episode of television? Oh, I mean, you know how I feel about Xander episodes. So you loved it! (laughs) Twice as many Xanders, twice as bad. (laughs) It's interesting that we're using real twins right now. Interesting. Um, I'm going to tone that down. It's neat that we're using real twins right now. (laughs) And then later in the season, Sarah Michelle will do the Lindsay Lohan and be both twins, as you mentioned. So, because she plays Buffy Bot. Oh, yes. And her in the same shot a lot of the time. Oh, nice, nice. So you didn't like it? Um, no, it's a pretty clunky, awkward episode, and I do love that it continually shits on Xander in so many ways, so I did enjoy that, um, but no. It's not a good episode, nothing important happens, we could kick it out and it doesn't matter. True, I agree. Daniel, how did you feel about this episode of TV? I enjoyed the restraint from not using the twin before, maybe they didn't know, maybe that was like Xander... Hair, whatever his name. What's his name? Uh, Brendan. Brendan. Nicholas Brendan. Nicholas Brendan. You almost said fucking I know. Brendan Fraser. Brendan nope. Fraser. Never forget. <laughs> yeah. uh, I feel like that was something he confided then in Jane Espenson. She was like, I need to have that twin. And then word got Give me out that, twin. that I have a twin. <laughs> because it seems crazy to me that like season one of this show didn't utilize some bullshit like that. Right? It does. For seem just like some weird ass one. dumb, like, oh, I looked in a mirror and an evil version the, of season me came one out. would be perfect for this kind of thing. I, no one knew. Yeah. He kept that to himself. He must have. He told Jane in confidence and she spilled the beans. Uh I'm sure I loved this episode a lot more back in the day, especially after like the, the initial dawn anger. This was a nice like palate cleanser. Um because I do love me, my trilogy of Xander episodes. But, you know, I was pretty. It's fine. Um, it was pretty disappointing. It was not as good as I thought. Jane is great. A lot of funny jokes. But it just didn't really live up to the hype. Um, 
because even the stuff that you could say matter, it's true. You could just eliminate this episode fully. Yeah. Because, I mean, even the Riley stuff at the end, it was that was a great scene. That all really worked for me. But I, I kind of tend to agree with what you said in Restless, where it's like, we have done this before, and it we are kind of going back to the same well again, even if you're still serving Restless in a way. Uh, where we're talking, because there was a lot of that, the Buffy stuff, where uh, we're going to do the Slayer, we're going to split the Slayer, oh, right, we're going to have yeah. one Buffy, and you're going to have just the Slayer. Right. So we're still we're still going on the same themes from Restless, which I did appreciate, but I don't know. It's just kind of like, ah, oh, Xander, just let it go. So I will say, I this episode is not going to be like number five or something like that. It's fine, but I will say that I am kind of tired of the Xander stuff. So if Xander, if this shit keeps going... Like him being like a loser. Yeah, I'm going to get kind of tired of it because I feel like at the end, especially with Riley kind of giving the little speech that he gave and just Xander not being a smartass about it, I thought, please be a moment of growth. If I was like watching the show in live, I would say, no more, Xander. Be different now. Stop. You have to help me figure this out, you know. But I never help. I get in trouble and Buffy saves me. That's not true. Sometimes we all help to save you. And, and sometimes you're not in trouble. I'm just another great humiliation. And this time it's even worse. This demon, he's like taking my life and everyone's treating him, everyone's treating him like a grown up. And I think that's probably what this is. It's just a tool for that, for Xander to be like, oh, hey, I can be an adult. I can wear clean clothes. It, but will he? Uh, that's all I like. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. If he does, I, I mean, then... he definitely just gets, he grows up okay. more. Well, more. if he does, then, then this in a way pays off. So do you think this is like the worst of the trilogy? I mean, your rankings will tell that, but just. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I agree. I agree for sure. What's, what are we calling the trilogy? Zeppo, Bobby, Witch Bewildered. And this, yeah. And this. Those are the Xander's the episodes. The what? The pack? Oh, sure. Uh, I, mean, I mean, guess that counts, but like. Well, you do the pack and then the pack is by far the yeah. worst. You I guess I, really? Yeah, the pack, yeah, like the the pack, pack sucks. <laughs> oh, that's insane. It's, 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 it's insane because it's not Jane. Like, honestly, like the, the reason this is really fine is Jane is really funny. There were so many good, funny lines in this. The pack does not have that at all. People are getting eaten, Kelly. <laughs> Gets bad. I mean, we do have the line about Xander. Do, what do you think about the guitarist? You know, for Wretched <laughs> Refuge. That's great. Uh, that's undeniably great. Yes. But that's it. Yeah. So, no. Uh, this is the worst. And if it is a four-parter, then the pack is the worst. Sorry. But this I, is second to last. I mean, I feel like I, I say the trilogy because, like, people that have worked on the, the cast and crew both are, like, I've that's those that. are the three that are the I mean, you always said you're it right, from the, the beginning totally... to me was yeah. the trilogy of episodes. Yeah. And I've, already, I've just sort of, like, intoned it. Yeah. Huh. But that's totally valid. The pack definitely counts. Well, I say you should take that up with the entire cast and crew of Buffy. For I will. Like, yeah. Come yeah. fight me. <laughs> Come mean, on, you're, Joss. You're the only reason anyone knows she died before. I so. know. <laughs> you're the Even only one keeping that fight alive. Yeah, exactly. Giles, I'm 16 years old. No wonder you died. Let's go. I just want to look respectable on this, considering I'm probably going to die in it. Xander. You look like death. Are you okay? You didn't bring rolls? Maybe it wasn't death. Why didn't you let me die? We'll die together. It's romantic. I'm talking about watching my lover die. The last time we had an earthquake, I died. Yes, I know that, and... And then you can stop asking me how happy all this death makes me. I don't care if it is an orgy of death. There's still such a thing as a napkin. And that although death is never easy, it's the only way. God! 
Doesn't anyone write in to praise the cheerleaders? We are so unsung. I bet the death rate keeps the rent down. Do you like cats? I'm more of a dog person myself. But I'm not like death tall cats. Why? Jeez, who died? The evil bitch monster of death. I don't want to die. Oh God, who died? This episode's all about Xander, obviously. Xander's, in fact. Um, the... Xander's. There's a couple of... <laughs> yeah, where was Spike to be like, my good pal Xander? Spike was barely in this episode. Tara was not in this episode. Like, there's a lot of not great things about this episode. But, I mean, so there's a couple of big events where obviously we're highlighting Xander is a loser. And he needs to... First thing we need to do is get him an apartment. Because he can't live at his parents' house anymore. Now, we are trying to buy a house. Spoiler. Um, and we've all rented apartments before. Um, I I really had a hard time with the... For a show that has demons in it. The most unrealistic thing I might have seen in the show is this whole apartment hunting thing. Like, why did Xander show up like a slob? How does he not know what an application is? How does she, he even, like, getting toured around this apartment without filling out an application? But I guess that's not true. You go and you... You can you can see it first and then you fill it out. But like, how can he afford this place? Oh Have my you, God, we're did in you, Southern California. Did you try to rent an apartment before nine eleven? Oh, great yeah, point. So I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> maybe you should uh, walk everything you just said back. I take it all back. I yeah. take it all back. Um, I I just. I don't know. I thought I had more here, but I don't think I really have anything I, here. What, what you're trying to get at is that you don't think he's credit worthy enough to, to really get this place. He I don't think he have, has enough money. I don't think he yeah, has enough money. He's he has no money. like previous rental history. I, mean, I know he has Albert or whatever, the fake guy that he made up. But like, you fill out that application and... But you got to get a first apartment sometime, right? That, that's and, right. That's right. I, I mean, like, there are different times, too, where they're, you know, they're just going to be more open depending on where you live, too. Yeah. I mean, Buffy and Riley drove for 17 minutes to get to this place. I mean, this is clearly... Out of town somewhere. Yeah, maybe that's why away. it's a little cheaper. It's like we just need people to fill this up. Let's yeah. get people in here. Also, yeah, I think you just have to take a chance at some point. Yeah. He's a young kid. He probably doesn't have bad credit because he doesn't, doesn't have any credit. You know, True. that's bad bad credit though. I think technically, yeah. I mean, I think at different times that's going to matter more. So if we just believe that this is like, I mean, economy's I think... good, then like they're going to give you, you know, you're going to have a better chance of getting it than economy bad. Did right? you ever try to rent an apartment before nine hey. eleven? After nine eleven, who knows? Probably I mean... a bad time. The reality is this show wanted Xander in a nicer apartment. And he said at the beginning, I can't afford this. He gets his promotion where the guy explicitly says you'll make more money. And he comes back and says, yes, I want the apartment. So the show does try to explain how he can afford it. That's a good point. We like the ceiling fan. Yes. It's very, you know, kind of old south. But without the unpleasant slavery associations. And that's that's another thing. So the job promotion, they, you know, while he's being kind of questioned by the, the foreman on the site is like you have no experience yeah. you've only worked here for three, three months. months would you like to head a construction yeah. crew oh but he has a thing in his pocket a shiny disc that stuns and disorients what disc cover your eyes this it'll melt your brain so oh do you think that he would be qualified after three months of a job where he's had no experience to then supervise other people no in no world <laughs> Daniel feelings no, I don't think so. But I gotta, I gotta trust my foreman. Guy. I mean, he knows. He knows the. Have you ever foreman before? No, especially not <laughs> before nine eleven. Before nine eleven. So it's him. So okay. I think we're out of our depths here. Listen, I am not a man. <laughs> I am not a man. Buffy, I too know the love of a taciturn man, and you, you have to 
Look at their actions. I'm also not in the construction biz, but I suspect <laughs> the manly world of the construction biz is not going to accept some young high school whippersnapper, whippersnapper upstart with three months of experience coming in and bossing around guys in their 40s and 50s. Like that I don't... was my first thought too. It's like these guys are not going to be okay with this. Well, the only people you would assume that the people that would have that, even if they are younger. They have more education, like they have more experience. That's the, but yeah, you're totally right. I mean, three months on, you're trying to boss around old people when they know that you don't have any advanced degree, you don't go to school, you don't know anything. Yeah, it's not going to go well. But again, pre 9 11, I mean, who knows? <laughs> What's well, a different, better world? It's a different though. world, exactly. It's... Well, maybe, I mean, I guess there's a potential where whatever this crew is, he's going to head up the interior, the carpentry, right? I mean, that's important to remember carpentry. Maybe he's going to be fully staffed by people younger and less experienced than him. They're just like How? randos no, they picked up. Like what? Not. Junior high school students? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Maybe. He literally got his head bashed in on a porta potty. And <laughs> the did. guy was like, <laughs> Where's your hat? Where's your hat? Basically, like, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. We know you wouldn't have your hard hat because you're an idiot. You fucking idiot. And it, no, now he's your boss. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's bizarre. And we ne- do we ever hear from this again? Does he ever? Do we watch him like being a boss at yeah, some point? Really? Totally. All right. Well, I'll I'll reserve judgment to see what his boss, what his technique is like. Yeah, there's that episode where Buffy gets to be one yeah, of his employees. Right. Same place, same time. No, that's from season seven. Great. But anyway, talking about. Then I'm into it. I'll I'll ask me this question when we get to the end of the series. But we Thank can't you. get to there oh. where he's had experience without him getting this job apropos of literally nothing. Like I said, we trust the foreman because he he knows a good. Worker when he sees one. Fucking, it's it's unrealistic. Or he's gonna mold him. He's gonna mold him into his own image. Why? Like a twin. (laughs) Why Xander? The guy, the porta potty guy, seems more qualified. He just had a because Xander's really dumb, really dumb, and he's just gonna be. He's just gonna be a yes man. It's because Xander put on a clean button up shirt. Yeah, I mean that's true, and he did have his uh, little nickel. So yeah, that's right. Oh, I skipped right over this. This is a really important question. Do you think you can actually heat up SpaghettiOs on a dryer? No. Oh, yeah, that was that was great. I don't think so, right? I there's no way. Yeah. Unless your dryer's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't consider Maybe, that. Is okay. Well, when we watched the episode, I was thinking he would put it on top, and now I'm thinking maybe he would put it in the dryer. In the dryer is <laughs> no, good. see, that's terrible because you don't want to heat things in a can that's sealed because combustion it'll explode. But if you don't have it sealed, then you're getting spaghettios all over the dryer. So there's there's not a win there. But maybe, he meets on top of, and he said on top of. So, but maybe if it's spinning around, it's like the, the air is kind of bubbling up and then falling, bubbling up, falling. It's I don't perfect. Think that's how that works. I think if anything, it'd be more violent combustion. But I don't. That's why you put on low. <laughs> right, right. The fluff cycle. Yes. <laughs> Whatever that is. <laughs> I think they just like wanted you to know linens. this dude's broke as shit. This dude is basically homeless. Yeah. Um, what kind of apartment comes with a really nice, massive couch in the living room? So Incredible. you can get furnished apartments, right? But it's not furnished. No. It's just a couch. And a bed. Yeah, but furnished apartments usually come with, like, tables and other yeah. furniture. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's okay. yeah. Well, maybe he was like, listen, I, I want to keep the staging furniture. I, I need it. I don't have any furniture. And she was like, okay, whatever you say, because suddenly I'm very attracted to you, even though I was repulsed by you earlier in this episode. No. reading into stuff. No, it's now. because they're trying to get him a nice couch set up and scooch it past us as if we wouldn't notice when you 
rent apartments, customarily they come with their own couches. <laughs> it's common. Do we actually ever hang out in this apartment yeah. beyond singing and once more with feeling? Because that's we literally do. all I got. Yeah, there, I think there's like, three or four moments in this season alone that okay. we do see this apartment. Wow. Many times, well, that's cool. So. I, I love this apartment. It's pretty. It's pretty fucking great. super nice, which is why it's crazy that he was able to rent it. And it's cool. It's like a really, like even the balcony out there, like Anya does her little number out there. Like it's a real thing. I mean, I, I don't mean, know if it's a real apartment or not. Like it's nice. This is Sunnydale. They should have just thrown in a throwaway line that the past owners were like horrifically murdered. Yeah. And yeah, that's yeah, why yeah, the rent's yeah. cheap or something. Yeah. Yeah. That's that fair. Would have been better. We didn't do that though. Jay didn't have time. No. I have a question about. Toth. Yes. He's a terrible villain. That's not my question. That's the statement. The worst. Do you think that if if Toth had succeeded and split Buffy into instead of Xander, that he would have been able to actually kill her? Um, no. I mean, I think he probably could have killed normal human Buffy, although she still does have her friends, which is the thing that makes her special and stronger than other slayers. Um, but also, when you have a super concentrated, super deadly slayer who's only reason to be alive is to kill things, I have to imagine that she would single-mindedly be going after Toth and kill him before he could kill weak Buffy. Or just protect her, right? Yeah. Oh, that's a good point, too. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know about that, but I think that she would just be hunting him. Well, I guess that's her biggest fear, general. is that there would be no protection instinct inside of just the pure slayer. Well, because, right? so I mean, the two Xanders didn't know that they were the same person, right? Like, Neither they both I. thought... <laughs> so you would think that weak Buffy could be in danger if she meets Slayer Buffy because oh, yeah. they wouldn't know that they're the same person. But I do think that Slayer Buffy would be like, this Toth motherfucker is going to die. And that oh, yeah. would be what she'd focus on. Yeah. So That's I point. think that Slayer Buffy would get to Toth before Toth would get to weak Buffy. I mean, Toth went down like a loser. I mean, <laughs> I mean hey, it was truly one of those. stabbed in the heart loser. with a sword. Oh, that was really all cool. And the first thing I thought again was Anya just being stabbed later. And like everything for me you was brought just that up too. some echo of a better episode and a better moment. Um, but no, he, he, the stick flew out of his hand and he was done. That was it. <laughs> he lost his stick and that was the end of the world. Yeah. And the stick is so, f- why doesn't he just use this all the time? Seems like a great thing to have fun with. Just like, he seemingly can just do it a hundred times. It doesn't matter. Oh, to like keep separating the twins? I just separate the entire world. I just separate the whole world Mm. and cause chaos. Absolute fucking chaos. Who is Toth and what is he even trying to do? He's the last member of the Toth Freak Clan or whatever. Why is he going after Buffy though? I wish the cold open had been her accidentally tripping over a guy in a cloak and being like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And him turning around and being like, Slayer. That would have been incredible. <laughs> Although the cauldron scene was great. Just the who uses a cauldron. Bomb. <laughs> yeah. No, I wouldn't want to take that, that away. That was but, pretty I mean, great. But there's no point to him. He's just doing it himself. Yeah. He looked great, by the way. I really yeah. liked the way he looked. But <laughs> for nothing. For absolutely nothing. Oh, yeah. She's all like, what's that? A cauldron? Who uses a cauldron anymore? Well, you've brought up an interesting question in my mind. Can you keep doing the spell to the same set of twins? Right? Could you like devolve somebody, oh, split them enough that they like just cool. deteriorate into nothing, basically? Like the second set, like if you have Xander, one of yeah. the Xanders, one more time. Ooh, yeah, like so good. you hit like terrible Xander, loser Xander, and then it's like the most loser, like not functioning to the point of loserdom, or and then like a regular loser. Or would Xander? nothing happen because that's already all his worst qualities? Yeah, in, in yeah. Probably person. I mean, I would, I would, I didn't even think about splitting it even more times, which yeah. is kind of wild. But I'm just saying, just walk around. You're a bad guy. 
Clearly. Just make two of everyone for no reason. Just make two of everyone for no reason. <laughs> also, you're, you're like literally. The super long game of overpopulation. <laughs> but, he, but he does say, oh, I'm only interested in the Slayer. Yeah. You don't. Bo-. Like, okay, who are you? We've Why had multiple do you demons not? in the past though, where their know. only motivation is, I don't like the Slayer because <laughs> she's a Slayer. <laughs> it's just, it's fine. I think if they, if, if, it, if he, his plan succeeded and he separated the Buffies, that they would find each other. Like, they immediately be like, find each other. Because it's not like they don't know the other. They would find each other, and then Strong Buffy would protect Weak Buffy, and then Strong Buffy would I don't know. Kill like, I mean, Strong, Independent Xander wants to kill the Weak Xander. I, I don't know if the Strong Buffy would take care of Weak Buffy. I mean, we do I, basically see Buffy multiple times without her Slayer powers in her birthday episode and in that Halloween episode where she's like an 18th oh, century right, Elizabethan right. oh, yes, 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 whatever. Yes, yes, yes. I feel like the danger there would be Buffy's Slayer instinct would be like, I see myself. This is clearly a demon. Kill this thing. Just like and Sandra we kill did. it so fast. Mm-hmm. Not even like two humans thinking, oh, shit, this is fucked up. I need to kill this thing. Slayer, her slayerness would just fucking like, would zoom in just on killing the other. Body. I mean, Straight well, up. see, then then his plan works because if she killed herself, then she. Well, if, then if that's the yeah. idea, if if yeah. one if one's gone, then they both die. Or yeah, whatever, that's then, that was the consequence. Yeah, that's why it was if like, that is, yeah. then I think that it would have worked. Well, Great. then we've one eighty completely. Toss plane would work. Well, I think so. Just because it's all based on what do we think of the 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 Slayer and her just being pure Slayer. If if the Slayer is just purely a death machine, then I don't know how you can rationalize with a death machine like a predator, like an animal. Well, that's the fear, right? That's yeah. the fear from Restless. That's, I mean, I think that's what when they were just hypothesizing it, that was what I thought of, and that's why I think Buffy was so afraid of, like, oh shit, that would be a big deal if we just cut out the Slayer. And I existed over here. That's why she brought it up to Riley. You know, in a hypothetical, too, where it's like, oh, you can just have all Buffy. You would just have me in the world where we could just get away and let the, the death, you know, the Slayer, the pure Slayer go out and just slay things. But I think if you just had a Slayer out there running around, that probably wouldn't be that great. And if she's I guess the, just Buffy's, the other Buffy's know. a demon, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's, a good, it's a good question, though. I didn't really think about it. Yeah, because he died instantly. But Buffy would be smart enough to lure the Slayer Buffy into a room to create a confrontation that would eventually have probably Slayer Buffy kill our boy Toth and then free herself. Oh, maybe, yeah. And then, well, what was it at the end where they just started becoming more like the other? I mean, I know it was a joke from Giles. It was like, oh, they're a bad influence on one another, mm-hmm. but they couldn't have been around one another for more than five minutes. Like, with him being dead, is the spell broken? Do they eventually just kind of become one and the same? Or well, Willow says, Let the spell be ended. you got to be kidding. Let the spell be ended. That's not going to work. Oh. I liked it the other way. Put him back. Your natural state is to be together. So mm-hmm. I think that's what it is, is because they're being around each other. They're influencing each other because oh. they should be the same person. Gotcha. So, so it's very easy for, like, suave Xander to take on the nerdy aspects and nerdy right. Xander to feel a little more confident around. Yeah. And is it because of the spell being broken or just that that's the nature of it? It sounds like that was the nature of okay. it. At least that's what I got from Willow saying that. And that makes a lot of sense then. So, like, you could foil the plan easily if you were able to capture both slayers, put them in a cage next to each other then they could just rub off on one another well, yeah but the weak Buffy's never Ooh, phrasing well, phrasing yes 
immediately after I said it. But, well, I like that they even brought this up, too, about having goons to have sex in the woods. That's very funny. And I'm sure everyone was thinking it. And it's great that they brought it up. Well, maybe we shouldn't do this reintegration thing right away. See, um, I can take the boys home and, you know, we can all have sex together and then, um, you know, just slap them back together in the morning. She's joking. No, she's not. She entirely wants to have sex with us together, which is wrong and and it would be very confusing. Uh, uh, we just uh, need to arrange the candles. Also, we should continue to pretend we heard none of the disturbing sex talk. Check. Candles and pretense. Yeah. It's great that they brought it up because it's very funny. But I mean, if they if they would eventually just become one another. Well, weak Buffy's always gonna be weak Buffy because well, at least the way yeah, that yeah, it, yeah. it sounded like. But then the Slayer, it's taking on the superpowers. But then the right, crazy, like, just pure Slayer could maybe come down. Yeah. To become a, a normal Buffy, right? She wouldn't have the powers, but I don't know. Shit, that's a whole other bag right there. Because then, what's the point of having the other Buffy, right? Because then, you, then you have that Buffy's personality rubbing off on. Slayer Buffy to become normal Buffy. Yeah. And then you have Broke Buffy, who's just a normal person. <laughs> broke Buffy. Yeah, who could date Riley and be who could date Riley. I, know. <laughs> I guess if that is it. Why don't they do that? Shit, I'm sure they could pick up the stick. <laughs> just, do, just do it. Pick up the stick. Pick up the stick. Do it to Buffy. Oh, damn. Missed opportunity. When we confront the Xanders, confront each other, Loser Xander pulls out a fucking gun. I know, that's awesome. Tanya's gun. Anula. Uh, yeah, uh, that is my question. Why does Anya have a gun, do we think? Well, I mean, I mean, she lives in Sunnydale, and she knows what demons can do, and she's human and vulnerable, so. How long do we think she's had the gun? Because this episode is trying to make it seem as though Anya, for the first time since she's been injured, is thinking about her mortality. you think she just got it because she got hurt? Or do you think she's had it? I think she's I, had it. I couldn't even guess. I would guess that she's had it. Yeah. Since she became mortal. I just love the line said so plainly, he's got my gun. <laughs> That's oh, my it was such a nice touch too when it's like give me the gun or whatever give him and if he empties it like military guy yeah and another great little callback that's why you can't throw this episode away and then the bullets stuff. gun pieces I know. yeah the bullets <laughs> gun pieces <laughs> and that's something you can just believe straight up Xander saying which yeah. is so great about it Ugh. and it makes it like really <laughs> obvious how foreign guns are in this show for sure which is great yeah. I'm really happy <laughs> the gun pieces. Oh, man. Okay. Well, I don't have any other questions about this episode, so I would just like to take this moment to remind everyone we're a real podcast. You can find us everywhere at BeatMePod. That's Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram. Uh, We have a website called BeatMePod.wordpress.com, and you can find all kinds of notes about these episodes. There's like, you know, if we mention a thing and you're like, hey, where'd you get that thing? It'll be on the website. I'll tell you all about the thing. Oh, also, I have a playlist for you on Spotify if you like you know Spotify and music and stuff every single song that's in Buffy the Vampire Slayer will be on that playlist as well as any song that we use in this here podcast and you can find that beat me hyphen fun time playlist for podcast fans season five on Spotify will Todd Snyder be a part of that who the fuck is Todd Snyder uh, I, I don't know he's just playing at the bronze from last week oh and right and then fucking leftover, leftover salmon. salmon leftover salmon and don't worry all of those good are anymore, everywhere right? and they're in everyone's room now Todd, Todd Snyder is in Xander's, Xander's basement room. yeah yeah. yeah. they just got the poster they went to the show clearly clearly leftover salmon all together. sticker yeah, on the payphone again yeah yeah with the widespread panic widespread panic all over the always, place always. on Willow's wall leftover wow. salmon doesn't keep that long Well, it sounds like we have some feelings. Do you want to yell about them?
Well, then you don't have to participate. Stacia cool. yell about something. Um, I don't like Riley, but I like when he said, people say they're recycling. They're not recycling. <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> so fucking funny. Um, Again, out of nowhere, Riley. Like, what a good... <laughs> What a funny line. Like, I didn't know you cared about recycling. <laughs> Incredible. Incredible. Uh, Riley, points for Riley. I would say it's your turn, Daniel, but you've recused yourself. From oh, oh well, yes, but I will after you're done. Are we implying that Xander's parents are physically abusive to one another? Is that what the fuck's going on? Because they're clearly throwing shit around. I hope it's not each other. Because that brings up a lot of questions. Do we know that this has been going on, one, for a long time? I mean, clearly we know that Xander's parents are a little rough, but like... Well, don't we get that scary moment in an episode with Xander's dad? Well, that oh. was in Restless when he comes down the stairs. But yeah, but my point being is, like, we've ha- kind of established we've that Xander's scared of But I parents. think if they're uh, well, physically they talk, abusive, that's another level. At Thanksgiving that he sleeps on the lawn, I don't think I don't think it's... I think it's physical abuse. Yeah. I think it's always... And that. it's been hinted And up. then, okay, two follow-up question. Buffy's just letting that happen? What is she supposed to do? She's a fucking superhero. Knock that shit out. Call the cop. Do something. Like, fuck. That's not okay. It's character development. I don't really know what she's supposed to do, though. She can't kill them. Beat the shit out of the dad. I don't know. You can't do anything about it because you need Xander to have motivation to leave. But, okay, so we do kind of establish a little more clearly the dynamic of his family in Hell's Bells. It seems as though they're just, like, drunken, loudish, loud people. They're not... They're not abusive physically Whatever makes you feel better so I, I mean yeah the only way that i can cope with the idea that but xander's been in this incredibly terrible like again yelling is one thing it's not great like emotional abuse is a thing i'm not trying to take that away from anybody but like if there is violence happening all the time in xander's house and no one's fucking done anything about it i have to believe that it's just they're throwing stuff right like they're not actually hitting each other they're just slamming doors and they're they're again not good but at least slamming it's heads. Not. maybe they're slamming heads no see that's now we have a problem there's a lot of uh dust coming down from the rafters you gotta mm-hmm. think man this is going on all the time that dust has got to be gone at this point. <laughs> this a lot of dust. <laughs> that Jewish. Uh, although although it was it was really cute to have. Uh, I mean, w- uh, with the domestic violence going on upstairs, <laughs> it was very cute to have Anya like holding on to Xander and just like he, he could just tell in that moment like the heightened like oh my god it's happening. It's just so cute that she's like reading his emotions without even looking and just like knows that he's uncomfortable and she's just like rubbing his leg or whatever. It's very sweet. It's a nice uh, relationship moment between the two of them. And, and builds later for the whole thing with Willow, where it's like, if you get a doppelganger, you know, <laughs> you, you'll know how it feels. <laughs> I've well, which is very funny, too. Another great callback. The only person that we can trust with callbacks, Jane Espenson. Thank you so much. I love it because we never do that. No. Thanks, Jane. Station, what do you want to say? What do we yell about? I, I want to say that two Xanders coming out of the dump has got to be a metaphor for Xander. <laughs> <laughs> how did they not see the His birthplace laying there? It, well, he wasn't there at first. Like, they pulled him up and he wasn't there, and then it pans back and he's there. Yeah, but, like, two seconds later, like, did he just, like, just form out of thin air? How yes. does all that work? It's That's called what magic, I damn it. Oh, wow. Damn. We just wanted the dump reveal. That's true. That's true. Um, what is it? Oftar? Oftar? Oftar. Oftar. That's Oftar. Goddess of childbirth. She's got some nice heft to her. It was a good weapon. Go, funny. Giles. He was just like, uh, and then whacked him right in the fucking half head. knocked out. So. Yeah, but like. And then talks about again, at least I didn't get knocked out. Uh, this is yeah. becoming such a thing yeah, that I'm truly. Taking issue. I'm very mad about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Well, we're on the same page there. Yeah. Xander has a cat. 
What? Really? Xander has a cat. Does yeah. he? Or there is a cat that frequents his basement. The cat, they, we think the cat peed on the hot plate. Or and then later she said or something peed on the hot plate. But why would she say cat if they didn't have a cat? Why because would she Xander peed? Did on she the say plate. the cat or a cat? The cat. The cat. Well, now. Olfactor? I think Xander peed on the hot plate. <laughs> <laughs> and we're trying to, like, cover Maybe it. his dad drunkenly came down and peed on the <laughs> hot plate. <laughs> Somebody did. So they're like, the cat. And it's like, uh, it's, it was Xander. Clearly, the cat is Xander. I don't know, man. There's no cat. There's no cat. I mean, I hope not, because it's fucking ignored and abused, just like the rest of the family. <laughs> Jesus. Maybe it's the, the cat from the house. Yeah, I mean, they might have a cat upstairs. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, it's abused, like the rest of the family, like he said. <laughs> Station. Mm, Dawn gives her mom an aneurysm. Wow. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. All right, Daniel. <laughs> it begins. I said, oh, dear Lord. You always say that. Well, it's always important. It was nice to see Joyce. That's all. She's looking great. Is if she? I might add. Look at I that think, face. Look at that I mean, big hair. That she looks real angry. She looks like my mom pre nine eleven. She looks like she's got an aneurysm. I mean, she looks like my mom pre nine eleven. Yeah. What did you say about an aneurysm? Doesn't like look like my mom pre nine eleven. <laughs> she said it looks like she has an aneurysm. <laughs> 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 Moving on, Daniel. <laughs> Uh, in what world? It's <laughs> <That's> horrible. <laughs> so good. In what world would uh, our boy Xander uh, be getting on the payphone and not call? Like immediately? Like why is he calling Buffy from a payphone and not running the five minutes that it takes to get to Buffy's house, Giles' house, Willis' house, anybody's house, except for plot? I mean, I very get weird. It. Yeah, I get it. But so, wow, and okay. like searching for twenty five cents in your pocket. Like, how do you not know that I've never? I, I just don't use coins, I guess. But, like, was there a world where people just had, like, pockets that just had coins in them? And you just walk around and you're like, ah, I don't know. Maybe I do have a coin. I feel like if I had one coin in my pocket today, it would be such a burden to me. <laughs> I would need it gone. <laughs> like, I, I feel – or I would feel it all day. And I'd be like, yep, I've, I've got co- a coin. I have a quarter in my pocket right now. Like, what could I possibly use it for? But maybe back then, you just, you know, you got to use a payphone. Well, maybe back then, a quarter actually bought something. Bought something, (laughs) right, yeah. Or you just didn't have a cell phone, right? So you actually need to carry, you know, good idea, carry a quarter. I have changed in my pockets for, like, months because, like, I mean, sometimes I I don't I wear the same pair of jeans more than one time, well, and I, I like but... buy things with cash so infrequently that I would just have the change in my pocket forever. So that could totally happen to me. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. I just would feel it. Couldn't do it. Anyways, just why is he calling anybody to begin with? Uh, why is other Xander walking down Maple Court? Sunnydale does an extreme amount of expanding and, tra- and contracting. And just this episode alone, Ani points out specifically that they don't have a car. So Xander's walking from his house to the construction site. I mean, it could be near Maple Court. Okay, I'll give you that. But clearly we're at a location where there's no other buildings around, so I don't buy that. So he's just fucking walking there. Is Maple Court the most direct route? I don't get it. I don't think so. Why would Xander go to that payphone? Yes. But why is other Xander walking down Maple Court in the first place? I, well, and they're that, implying and then, that he's living, too, on the other side of, right? So, like, yeah, he would have to walk through Maple Court to get where he needs to To the go. construction site, yeah. Which, maybe. Why but. is that weird? Construction can happen anywhere. That's true. That's not that weird. I just, I don't like it. And the car. Riley driving the car. In the what, worst. what place in Sunnydale could you be going 70? Yeah. I mean, I know it's, it's implied that he's speeding, but nope. in my head, 
if you're going 70, you've reached your location immediately because Sunnydale is two feet wide. Like, what if is the happening scene was, with Sunnydale? Hurry up. I'm going 70. Cut. And then we're in the scene. <laughs> but the fact that they then talked for three minutes <laughs> tells me that they were either at the beach, not the beach in town, which they can get to in three blocks away, like L.A. They were in L.A. Yeah. So they had to drive really <laughs> yeah. fast back. Because uh, this mirrors the the scene uh, that we had with, with Giles uh, when he was a monster, too, where we're just on a fucking highway driving around. How? Where? Yeah. Like, in what world have we ever been on this highway? And where are you going? You've passed the town a million years ago. Like, and I don't think Sunnydale's got a, you know, 405 loop or something you can just drive around a hundred times in. So it's like, if you're driving in any direction, you have missed Sunnydale <laughs> and you now have to turn you're around. You're driving at 70. Yeah, exactly. So he just drove into the ocean. Like, I don't, I don't. <laughs> or like you said, Xander's new place is like way, way out there. Yeah. Which could, which could be a thing. Which brings up another question about the driving thing. Riley appears to be the only one with a car, so he's driving everyone around. Well, he took... Another good point for Giles, Riley. That was Giles' car, right? No, that was, oh. that was Riley's car that we've never talked about or seen. So, or maybe... Was it? I think it was Giles' car. I'm pretty sure it was the red It was? Car. I yeah. was trying to see it as they drove away because she makes that joke about whatever, the ultimate driving machine. And I was like, that's definitely a Mercedes or BMW like line. So. Yeah, I'm 90% sure that it's okay. Giles' car. And number two, if he is in the town over, right? So he's still part of Sunnydale, whatever, but the, the apartment is outside of it. If this was Hush, he, he would be exempt from it because he wouldn't be in Oh, he'd be safe. Yeah. <laughs> he would be able to talk to Spine yeah. and he could walk into the bounds of Sunnydale and scream. And, and then, then kill the gentleman and then it's so. over. Holy crap. That wow. would have made that episode a lot easier. If they knew someone just one town over. But if only. It's almost like we sent one of our main characters to L.A. Shit. Two of our main characters. They can't be reached. Yeah. Yeah. We sent Cordelia and Angel to L.A. who could have helped us during Hush, but no. But you can't call them. It's true. You can't call them. And you can't text them because that's not a thing. I don't appreciate that. Say- I guess you could send them a letter. <laughs> send them an email. Oh, yeah. Email works. Yeah. Although I don't think Cordelia will work. Which Willow can do it. But could you imagine Angel doing that like hunt and peck with one finger? Oh, yeah, that's definitely how you do it. To try to be like the Slayer 89 <laughs> at AOL.com. He'd forget his password. He would never be able to get it back in. Oh, his password def- would definitely be Buffy someday. <laughs> yeah. Buffy forever. Buffy forever. Forever. Yeah, yeah Buffy and Angel yeah. forever. Yeah. Oh, man. Sorry. Stay shy. Um, I did love that this episode continually shits on Xander. One, that they put you in the perspective of loser Xander is the real Xander, and you're like, mm-hmm. yes, clearly the one that's put together must be evil and bad because Xander could never be that put together. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's why I he can't it was even evil. shower and put on a clean shirt. No. I have a hard time believing Xander even owns that shirt, which I have to say is not that nice because yeah, it's just like a denim shirt. Yeah, exactly. It's not denim. even like a dress yeah. shirt. Tough. Chambray. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that is Shabray, yeah. But yeah, but that is not a business shirt. No. You would not wear that. But it's definitely a step up from whatever uh, yeah. napkin Xander <laughs> made that other outfit out of. That that one's particularly bad. This I think they went really yeah. hard yeah. Yeah, on for the sure. worst thing they could possibly put this man and in. And they made him, they created him out of the dump. <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff. And there's this line where Willow says, that's not true. Sometimes we all help save you. Just so constantly, so constantly shitting on him. Dunk. Yeah. So good. Xander going through all of the things that only he and Willow 
no together was very funny. Uh, the fire truck, he thought Willow set a fire next door to him. It was very cute. Yeah. Uh, except for the family that lost their home. Uh, <laughs> Probably domestic violence. I can't. Um, I mean, is that cute? Because he's like, wow, Willow's a psychopath and I love her. Like, he just thinks. Yeah, right. Willow uh, would do that. Or he's just, I'm not judging anyone. I'm not judging. This is great. Thank you for the gift. That was very nice. Uh, I thought I was lactose intolerant. It was just some bad brie. Fantastic. <laughs> and then, of course, Charlie Brown, which we already know. She's mm-hmm. got to go watch it with Xander. And then he does the Snoopy dance. It's great. It's great stuff. The whole scene was very great because you could tell Willow was like, I know you're Xander. I don't know what's going on here. But it was fun to play it all out. Especially having the manic Xander. That was fun. Because yeah. he was dumb and manic, which was the best type of Xander. <laughs> very good. Dumb and, and lots of energy. Yes. Giles is going to get... Uh, some some demerits for this. Buffy's plan is, let's kill it. Or no, sorry, Riley. Riley proffers, let's kill it, and then we'll see what it is. Once we kill it, it'll probably revert back to its normal form. And everyone co-signs, including Giles. Yeah, you're right. Let's kill it, and then see what happens. Yeah. That is the worst plan ever. And everyone co-signs on it. Outraged. Is it the worst plan? Yeah, because what if it's not? Yeah. How many many other scenarios would killing one kill the other? Irrelevant. You don't know this person's story. You don't know, in fact, that it's a demon. You don't know anything. You have zero information. And your answer is the most extreme version of kick ass and ask questions later. And anti-Giles, because to sign off on something like that without going to a book first? Come on. No no right-minded Giles would say... Let's take immediate action. Unless it's like, surveil this motherfucker. See what's going on with this guy. Let's go look. No. Murder. Yeah. Number one. Without even picking up a book. I know nothing. Doesn't matter. Murder. Incredible. Not even everyone's there. We don't have a quorum. We don't have fucking Willow. We just have Riley and Buffy. That's it. And Xander, who, what are you wearing? <laughs> what are you wearing? I mean, come on. That's a red Suspicious. flag if I've ever seen it. Why would you think that that Xander is I'm the real Xander? I'm glad that you're on board, Daniel. No, Station your... Giles is slipping. Giles is complicit in murder. A complicit in murder. (laughs) We're complicit in domestic violence. Oh, Jesus. Neither Xander is a demon. Um, is one of them a robot? What? No. Station? We get a little peek into the future here where weak Xander doesn't remember Anya until way too late. It's very Mm -hmm. funny. And that sad moment with Anya saying, I might only have 50 years left. Honey, you got a lot less than that. Oh. And he's not going to be there for you. Damn, and the sword and sticking out of our dude yeah. also portends to that. Yeesh. So much. That was all really nice. That's what made me very confused, though, as a viewer. was like, how does evil Xander... I even wrote a note that I had to delete after that. Like, Damn, <laughs> evil Xander fuck... I was like, this dude knows fucking everything. How the fuck does this guy know everything about Anya? Because it was really sweet. Like, it was very nice. And I was like, mm-hmm. this is stuff that Xander should be like saying. This, this is good. <laughs> and then for the whole time I was thinking, oh yeah, they're going to kill this guy. And Xander is just basically going to be profiting off of like the one time that there was a good Xander, right? Like all the you, work that he left yeah, that Xander did. Yeah, you kill this guy, and then it's like I have, I now have a better girl, or not a better girlfriend, but like a, I'm a better, better guy. connection with my girlfriend. Yes, and I better apartment. Have an apartment. Well, have an apartment. Period. Yes, and a better, better job. job. A better job. Yeah, and I thought one that was clean a, shirt. One <laughs> got off the pry off his bloody body, but sure enough, for living right next to a washer and dryer, he really doesn't care about laundry that yeah, much. Great point. Great point. <laughs> I really thought they were going to murder this guy, so I had a hard time with like waiting for him to die. Because I liked him; he was he was good. He was, oh, yeah. I, yeah, no, he was put together. 
You had a much more fun ride watching this episode than I, I did. did because you didn't know what was going to happen. I did. So the, the coin thing, mm. when, you know, evil Xander is talking to the foreman, he's shining it right in the dude's fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, he's just totally fine with Same it. Same thing with the realtor. It's just right in the yeah. face. Right in the face. And no one says anything. I'm like, ah, there's something about this guy. Like, like, I just wish that somebody would be like, oh, can you, please, sir. <laughs> I was going to promote you, but I was going to sleep with you, but this is a bridge too far. Oh, it was really cute and sad that Anya was like, "What are we? What's next for us?" And Xander was like, "What do you mean?" And she was like, "Are we gonna get a car or a boat? I don't know if I want a boat. I mean, a puppy or a child. I have a list somewhere." Like she's like planning our little human oh, life. That's cute. And she doesn't get to live. And she doesn't get any of those things. But we don't know that yet, except for all of the signs that she's not going to. Why don't you like Anya's apartment or oh, house? Yes. Th- thanks for asking. Yeah. For asking. <laughs> uh it's complete nonsense that she has it she's a demon she she wasn't here before she, how did she get a fucking apartment Let's well we've speculated on her like where she's living multiple yeah. times and and you know maybe you got a bunch of money from all your time yeah all that kind of, that's fine that's all fine uh i would say your absolute over infatuation with this weirdo Xander harris yeah <laughs> hey Get out of this fucking abusive Come live in my beautiful house. And come stay here for a minute, and then we'll find an apartment. Yeah. How was that never an option? Yeah. Especially considering she moves in with him pretty quickly. Right. That, that Just don't... Like, I know you You kind of have to talk about her and what she does when she's not with Xander, but man, wow, just fucking... Come on. She has a whole life and a whole place to herself. <laughs> Why can't Xander stay there and and make some money, right? Like, if that was also the thing where I just don't have enough money, I don't have enough capital, why would you then send him back to the basement and then hang out at the basement in this terrible place and make fun of the basement? Have him come stay with you. Who the fuck cares? Yeah. Especially if you guys are that close that you're going to move in anyway. It's very ridiculous. But we got to see you in an old-timey dressing gown sleep outfit thing, so worth it. Did we? Yeah. This episode? Yes. Well, she's listening to the message that... Oh, right. Oh God, yeah, She's right, in this, right. like, <laughs> thing from the 1800s. Yeah. Amazing. And I would say, oh, well, she's, you know, got some old-timey values. But no, she wants to take both of those guys out and go have sex with them. Sure does. So, no, I don't think she's got any old-timey values. I think she's completely modern. And she is should be like, hey, I know I got myself a nice place, but you can come stay. Mm-hmm. But no. Last one is uh, Buffy and Riley literally walk into... Uh, the apartment, and they walk into the bedroom and start making out. Yep. Oh, yeah. Weird. I mean, come on. What the fuck was that about? They must have some kind of, uh, what's, what, when you're, oh, they must have some kind of exhibitionist kink because mm. the the dawn fight in the hallway, they could have shut the fucking door. Oh, sure. There, there would be no need to give Joyce an aneurysm. Just shut the door. Yeah. Uh, and then the, you walk into a, a place that is not yours, that you're seeing an apartment with your friend. You're clearly going to make a bad impression. The first thing you do is like, let's make out. They just walk what if right somebody in. walks in? Walk right in, and I watched them shut the door. And I was like, "Why?" What, what? <laughs> I thought they were gonna like, just they were hiding or something. Like they weren't supposed to be there. No, it's like no, they're just making out. It's like, oh, all right. <laughs> and then they just came out, and then about the ceiling fan, but not racist. Yeah, kind of t- like, what is this episode? I love it. It's <laughs> so funny. Or terrible. Or terrible. We do have some watches that certainly are needed. To- of updating because there are some things that happen and I hope that you caught them. Hopefully, hopefully so. Xander construction outfit watch. Yes, of course. Yes, absolutely. Hard absolutely there. Uh, the other Xander was also there. 
all the Xanders were there. Maroon Jacket Watch, absolutely not. Dog- oh! Incorrect! Riley Finn! One Riley Finn is wearing a maroon jacket through half of the episode. Is it the maroon jacket? I swear to God. How do you not have a single picture of him in that apartment? You were just talking about them making out in the bedroom. Wow. You only have the very last scene. Yeah. No, absolutely. Maroon jacket watch. No. Yes! Oh, are you kidding me? I have no proof of it. I, I don't either. Well, are you kidding me? No, you have to. You have to play either. the episode. I, I already deleted it. No. I'll, I'll, I'll look it up. I'll look it up. But it's a no. It's no. No, for no me. it's not. Okay. Uh, Don, Don's piercing screams. No, there was no piercing screams. Chips no, Ahoy. Don. No, but we do get an angsty Spike fighting Buffy. Yeah. It's fake Buffy, which is really strange. Spike just being in the dump. Strange. Yeah. The whole thing was weird. Yeah. Just need to shoehorn him into the episode. Because he's in the credits, yeah. Yeah. Dauphin Watch. No. Sandy Watch. I wouldn't know her if you know, put her on the street. She could have been in the <laughs> She Michael Wicket, Amy Goth Watch. No, in the spirit of it. Yes, in that we saw Amy when Will- Willow walked into her room. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, she, I didn't catch that. She petted the cage, mm-hmm. which is right by oh, the shit, door. Oh, shit. I didn't catch that. Yeah. <laughs> freaking ridiculous. Books a million. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we saw every book in the fucking world. Uh, I saw Ballerina, The Bedside Playboy, Castle Ugly, The Minstrel Boy, The Roosevelt Myth, and The Child from the Sea behind them on the bookshelf. Oh. Are these real books? I mean, The Bedside Playboy is probably a Playboy collection, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, Streets Ahead, no, but we get this interstate highway that they're driving on to get to Clearly. wherever the fuck uh, Xander lives. And Giles because KO... No, yes, no, he didn't get knocked out, but he did get his ass rocked by Toth. Sure did. Um, and then he comments on it, which just, like, undercuts the entire thing, and I feel like I'm being played at this point. And yeah. I don't appreciate it. So, those are your watches. Sandy, please, please show up. I, I'm so mad about the maroon jacket. I'm so mad. I would be, too, if I were you. <laughs> I even wrote, Riley maroon jacket! I bet you Exclamation did. points. And I specifically said, maroon jacket watch? No. Hmm. Weird. We both have two different things. Which one could possibly be right? It's almost as if truth doesn't exist. It's all relative. I guess it has been a long day with the Crusades. I could take a little break from the violence for some... Oh, fighting. It's time, right? I think it's time to rank this sucker. (laughs) Oh, man. Willow Hacks, we talk about the net. Slash, something wicked this way comes. No internet. No computers, but definitely one little spell to put Xander back together. So I gave it a Oh, six. that was the great, too. <laughs> spell be unbroken. That can't possibly work. The, the spell be ended. Over. A Jane, oh, you get mass, mad credit for that. That was very funny. Riley ruins everything, slash Joyce is a terrible mom. Now, Joyce is only in this for a second, and I think she was fine, and also it's sad that she's going to die of an aneurysm soon. <laughs> Riley, fucking, I, I cannot believe the points this guy is scoring this season and the last. I, I don't know who made up. Maybe we've all, this is a Mandala Effect thing where we all watched a different series years ago because he has been great. Yes. he Getting all the jokes, courtesy of Jane, and being just a wonderful boyfriend. Yeah. I, I mean, Buffy wouldn't want you to change for anything. You're amazing. Like, I, you are the real Buffy. Like I, I believe him. I believe yeah, him. 100%. Yeah. Anyway, I gave him a nine. The only, only one demerit for Joyce gonna die so wow. <laughs> and wow. in, instead of Our like imminent death gets a point off <laughs> but all, i mean also she in the the very brief scene she had she's like oh you guys are giving me a headache yeah I, mean, I, I get it though they're probably annoying as shit <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because they They've can't problem solve enough to shut a door 
they they've been sisters for years now. I know. Clearly, yeah. it, I'm sh- how many headaches do you think Joyce has manufactured in the memory? How, how many headaches do you think the monks have put into her brain? Ooh. How are we not talking about that? Shit. How are we not talking about the monks are the ones that fucking, they went a little too hard on Joyce. That Yeah, I never even thought but about too that. too many headaches in her head. So she was always annoyed by these two kids. Wow. Shit. Yeah. Wow. Put justice for Joyce. Let's get the monks. Round them up. Giles Lobo of Giles, as we discussed, I am appalled that he immediately signed off of let's kill it and then see what happens plan. And then, yeah, the, the we've overdone it officially. The meta KOing, it's too much. So that way, way points off for me. Yeah, he only gets a five. I know. Okay. That's tough. That's like It should be lower this, yeah. because we're supposed, we, I am supposed to start at five and it just gets lower or higher mm-hmm. from there. Clearly, Giles gets all the passes, but let it be known Not that enough. five is a disappointment Not for enough. me. Monster of the Week, Toth's makeup's really cool. Really cool. Um, I like that we used the UV light to really make it look like it was glowing, and it was it was neat. But yeah, it was um, great. terrible villain. But I gave him a seven, apparently, just for makeup alone. Also, he's like really easy to actually be a villain. Like unlike uh, the Adams of the world and all like the crazy makeups of the world. Like this guy, like literally put into plan of motion or uh, plan into motion, and then disappeared, which was totally fine when they're like weird. Monsters sitting inside of a pool or whatever, like the big monster, no, really. what, you know, all those things where it's like we can't really move them around. This guy can actually move around. Yeah, put him in a fucking scene. Let's do something cool with this guy. <laughs> like, why has he got to be a guy with a stick? Like that, like makes stupid things happen, and then he dies in two seconds. Like, I, if I had more to guess, time. it's because it's really hard to light him with the UV light and to not cast it on the other actors. I thought that he looked great when he wasn't on. When, like, even here. Yeah, yeah. He looks with, great with, right there. Like, Giles with all the other ambient light. You could also make the case that he only does that when he's fucking going crazy with the spells. Oh, like he glows. On, like, right? yeah. Otherwise, I mean, it would, yeah. it's a lot of wasted energy. Your body well, producing all that glowing. Clearly, I liked him. Okay. Yeah, since I gave him a seven. That's Relationship nice. goodness or badness? Uh, I would say that Xander and Anya have maybe not the greatest relationship. But then also, Suave Xander was good. But then... Loser Xander was really bad and that he kind of forgot Anya existed and then he was like super possessive and treating her like an odd, but she's mine. She belongs to me. I need her. I need her to do all the things for me because I'm not a real person, so I need her to prop me up kind of thing. So that was a bummer. And then obviously Riley and Buffy. Bummer. Huge bummer. So yeah, since no one else was really in this fucking episode, I only gave it a five because it's not good. But if he doesn't have Anya, he, at least in his estimation, he has nothing. Also, agree. you don't want to see your girlfriend going to your doppelganger. Mm. Let's be real. That's why it gets a five. I don't like it. Yeah, that's fair. I don't like any of this. Episode specific, I mean, this is the second time Riley is getting the, the laugh, getting the line, because, yeah, people say they recycle. They're not recycling. Yeah. It's one of the best things ever. What so, a great little throwaway joke. Five out of ten, because it's just a throwaway joke. That's the best line in the episode is a throwaway joke by Riley, just like Big Honking Castle. 37. Three out of three for the season. So below real me. Yeah. Thank you for listening to my ranking station. What about you? How do you rank this episode? Um, I just kind of had to feel this one out. So I put it at 71 out of 81. Okay. Okay. So where are the other Xander episodes in relation to this? Oh, Pax is last. Pax is second to last. Second to last. All right. Bewitched, Bothered, and Bewildered is last. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. And the Zeppo is 57. Wow. Yeesh. Wow. Yeah, I think I would put all of them above this episode. Even the pack. Even the pack. That's. He tries to rape Buffy. It's absurd. I'm not saying what happens in it is good. I'm saying it's a better episode. No, I'm saying I 
I mean, basically, I was like, I'd rather watch this than these uh, other episodes. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. I, I put it above Primeval. That's the one that's, like, directly above. <laughs> and I was like, oh, maybe I should put it below Primeval and above I, Robot, You, Jane, which is the next one. And I was like, no, I think I'd rather watch this than Primeval because that's such a stinker of an episode. Which says something because it's basically the season finale of the last season. Yeah. And I'm like... Nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. I guess that this, for me, it would definitely go Zeppo, this, and then the other two. I mean, who wants to watch that? I mean, you might think maybe the pack is a better episode, which I think is stupid and then wrong. But, like, you'd rather watch this than yeah. the pack. Come on. It's like, Let me just say that uh, Bad Eggs is better than all mm. of them. Yeah. Or not. yeah. But, but what about uh, it's a no. Revelations? Or, well, no, what was it? Uh, Dark Age. Dark Age. Oh, Dark Age is, um, let me find it. Oh, and, and last week you didn't have your computer, so you put in that one too, right? I did. Okay. So Dark Age is 36. 36. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. 30 points ahead of this. Amazing. Great. Absolutely amazing. And then, what? yeah, what did last weekend it be? Oh, yeah, real name. It was one above Dark Age. Above Dark Age. <laughs> so 35. <laughs> That's how I knew how to rank it. I wish I could switch Dark Age and Bad Eggs. I would feel good about that. <laughs> But we can't. Well, we can't. can't change I know. The <laughs> can't change the past. But if no. I could, that's what I do. Yeah, too many. Oh. Too many Just switch those two, and it would fix all my ranking problems. <laughs> <laughs> I love oh, bad eggs. Oh, amazing! Should be called good eggs. So, your egg isn't acting odd or anything. It isn't acting anything. It's an egg, Buffy. It doesn't emote. I mean, that would be a better barometer for you personally. Where's in relation Where's to that eggs? Because yeah. <laughs> you have a strange affinity for that episode. I don't know why I like it so much. The strangest affinity. In fact, it's in our trailer that you can listen to right now. Hopefully, yeah. Yes. Um, I probably put this episode way back when I ranked them back in the day. Way too high. Uh, more than likely. It was probably, uh, probably not top 10, obviously, but like probably top 20. Hmm. Because I was stupid. <laughs> and I really it was I mean it was really fun when you watch it really fast they they these ones do kind of stand out just because they're 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 very funny and they do break up some of the monotony and especially after Don too I mean I, I remember watching this before even though I clearly don't remember that they're both Sander you know <laughs> I don't remember exactly what it was but I did enjoy that um, so I'm putting it at 67 out of 137 it is above Harsh Light of Day I only have eyes for you at 72, School Hard, which are down in the 70s. And right above it is Helpless and Real Me is too. 65 was Real Me. I was like, it's not better than Real Me. No. It's like, I mean, we had so much fun talking about that. And I ranked it that low? Shit. But I also think that this is not the worst. And like, if I'm going to hold on to this Restless world, I got to say, like, all the stuff that tie into Restless still. I'm kind of waiting still for it to just go away completely and for us to not reference the Slayer, reference uh, Restless in any way. We're still doing it. Three no, we'll do through is, the whole series, the rest which of the is, series. Yeah. Which is great. I really appreciate that. So that definitely brings it up a little bit for me. But, yeah, I mean, like New Moon Rising, Phases, Angels, Amends, like all of those are just a little bit higher. But we're kind of in the middle, right? I mean, 67 is straight in the middle. So, Stacia, do you have anything else to say about this episode of television? I do not. Daniel? We've never had anything else to say about the episode. I, can't I think, think of one time we've ever had a final thought. Well, what but if thanks you for think, asking? What I mean, I'm gonna always ask. Okay. What if it changes? What if I? No one ever asked me. What if Do I? Do you have a final thought? I don't. Let's move on. <laughs> I would never ask but you. I would never ask you. Please join us next time for what is it? 
Out of my mind. <laughs> Season five, episode four, out now, of my mind. You want to know what I think this episode's about? I couldn't even tell you. Couldn't tell you. Do you want me to tell you? I'm not going to, because okay, cool. we'll talk about it next time. I really was like, I didn't know <laughs> if I wanted you to do it or not. I'm glad I, I, didn't, I'm glad I didn't say anything. Until then, Stacia, say goodbye. Bye. Daniel, say goodbye. I never help. And if the apocalypse comes beat me, always saves me. Yeah. Wow. What a great what a great show this is. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Oh, what number am I picking up? I don't think that's gonna do it. Eleven and a half. Wrong. Oh, but see. At first it's just a place. Then you start to make memories. And then you're like, that's where Spike slept. And there, that's where Hanya and I joined the Sapavro Demon. Oh, and, and right there, that's where I got my heart all ripped out. I really hate this place. Sophisticated. So I should discuss men's fashions with him before I chop his head off? Buffy has super strength. Why don't we just load her up like one of those little horses?